I read, like, that's an interesting, that's an interesting idea. Like you, I agree, you don't need the whole nine to five to finish your topics, cause your tasks. Yeah. Uh. I lay on the scary, you gotta glow, you gotta glow, you gotta glow. She had my intentions, you gotta know, gotta know. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get Podcast. I'm your host Zeke. In this episode, I have my friend that goes by the name of Water to talk about how he adjusted to the COVID-19 pandemic. I'd like to give a content warning for any strong language used in this episode and hope you have a nice day and enjoy the show. You know, they're going to become depressed. They're going to become crazy. They're going to go outside and cause chaos. Yeah. You know? The thing is, is also that the other ones, they kind of got... They weren't as easy transmitted as this one because this one is that the main problem is the asym asystematic people who may be sick but they don't know because they don't have any symptoms. Right, right. That's the main. That's like the main difference because every other one was like, "Oh, you're sick. You'll know that you're sick, and then just keep right. away from you." That's like easy to contain it. But with this one, since anybody could be sick, mm. then you just like I don't. You can't. No, it's better for nobody to move. Until you figure you know, out, you know they they had um I think the first case that was documented was around like December, yeah. I think in China or something. Yeah, or something. I heard yeah. About, I heard about it back then. Yeah, so then it spread, and most people brushed it off, but now with this quarantine goes on, there's another tra- a theory for a train of thought. They want mm-hmm. people at home unable to vote. Until no, until until past November, and you know what happens in November? Election, and then yeah. election, and that's the presidential election. So if we're unable to vote for somebody, like the mm-hmm. voting even matters. Who you th- what do you think is gonna happen? Then you have like a wartime president where you kind of just keep going on. They either they either hire Trump again, yeah. and you know how he's running things, or they hire another puppet. Either goes against what's going on now or just continues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same shit's fucked. Yeah, it's just, it's a fun time. It's, it's fun? It's more not fun, it's more like interesting. Not much to do. Oh, that's definitely interesting. You know, in about yeah. 20, 30 years, we're going to be talking about this to our kids. <laughs> Like back in my day, you know? we had an orangutan as a president. <laughs> the whole world so still. Yes. Another thing I read. What was that? Um, like right now, I don't know if you invest in stocks. Stocks are are fucking. They they're going. They're rising. Like people are making money. Yeah. People who sell uh, guns and ammunition are, are making money. Oh, people, people, I mean, they always make money, but people who um, are selling those, those K95 masks, those fucking medical surgical masks that go for yeah. like 50 cents a piece, people are inflating the shit out of it. Like what they did with insulin. They're making money. Fucking who else is making money right now? I don't know. Is crypto making money? I think crypto's, crypto's on the rise too, mm-hmm. I believe. And like the, the the large corporations, they're getting they're getting multi-billion dollar bailouts right now, mm-hmm. and uh, we're waiting for our twelve hundred dollar stimulus check. You get yours yet? 
My mom got it. I I thought I wasn't dependent on her, so my mom got it. Oh, okay. So she yeah. got what, like nineteen hundred, right, or seventeen or some shit? Something. I don't know. Yeah. Word. <laughs> so yeah, I someone. Hmm? What happened? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> now I was just saying I started recording, so once whenever we finish, we can start the episode and then. Yeah. Go. What do you mean? Like, like start the start what episode? Like, just start the episode. I just I started recording when we first started, but I started recording, so. Whenever. Yeah, it's we... all good. It's all good. You, you want to start the episode? No, we can keep talking. I have all day. <laughs> you know how busy I am. I got presidential meetings out here. <laughs> you know. I gotta go travel to the kitchen, you know, and then go take go take a dump eventually. <laughs> you know, visit yeah. the different continents of my apartment. Well, this sucks for those people who lost their jobs, and then that's yeah, one more thing to worry about. A lot of people lost their jobs, bro. The fucking unemployment rate went up. I think. I don't have an exact number, but that shit went up like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, these are new numbers. So, yo, you still get huh? you still get paid on the books for your um you still get paid on the books for the uh, tutoring, right? Yeah. I'm a staff member for Baruch. Yeah, okay. So you can't uh, yeah, so you can't you can't file unemployment right now. Nope. I'm technically still working. No. Work. So when you tutor, you just do the same thing like we're doing now, right? Yeah. Just Zoom. I send a Zoom invite. We do some questions. Some things, and then we're done for an hour. And on to the what, next made you, what made you um, get into public affairs? Because I fuck with public affairs and history. Heavy. That was because of, just because the, um, my boss asked me what topics I can choose. Okay. And, and then he, I sent him my transcript, and he just assigned me to public affairs. So I was like, okay. I mean, there has to be a reason why. I mean, if you're going to tutor somebody, you got to be good at the subject. Oh, but when I took it, I took my mark at the center, and that was, that public affairs was more of like um, U.S. history and like facts about the government. So mm-hmm. I kind of had a basis of that already. So when I did it, I was like, all right, this isn't really much new. Okay, so it's like supplementing what you, what you learned in high school. Yeah. But I, I had, my public affairs professor was this old white dude. He was like five eleven, six feet. Mm-hmm. He loved golf, but um, our exams, bro, we had to memorize president one through fifty. Uh, mm-hmm. What political party they were in? We would have to memorize terms and like events of history. It was about a full two pages. Like a one page back and forth of terms you had to memorize mm-hmm. per per midterm. Yeah. Per per exam. That's like two hundred, three hundred things we gotta memorize per exam, bro. Yeah, mine was like that. It was it, it was like that. No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, okay. It was Word. like Yeah, that was one of my harder classes, but I actually I genuinely enjoyed it, so it was yeah. it was it was that. History always been like my third favorite subject. What's your two favorite? Math and science. Okay, okay. Um, I would say history and then science. Math would be third. Yeah, I was decent at math. I wasn't the best. I, I was BB flip, BB plus, like some shit like that. I never took math in Baruch. You never took math in Baruch? 
Nah, I had AP credit for high school. Oh shit! Okay, I took uh, what did I take? I think I took calc and pre-calc. Yeah. Yeah. You probably high school then, right? Huh? You took AP Cal in high school then, right? Yeah, junior year. Word, 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 fam. So yeah, bro. Like, yo, um, what's today? Sunday. Yeah. On Friday, fucking um, Ramadan started. You know, out of nowhere, my mom, <laughs> I, I peeped that shit on Google Calendars. <laughs> Google Calendars uh, fucking sent me an alert saying, yo, Habibi, yalla, yalla, oil prices are low. <laughs> and you got to fast today. And I didn't, I didn't fast that day, but today I did my first day. Mm-hmm. The whole day, bro, fucking from sunrise to sunset, I didn't eat nothing. I didn't, eat, I didn't eat nothing, bro. I did my taxes. Um, I did like I did a little bit of work for my job. Mm-hmm. I did uh, like a portfolio for my job, and I played fucking Witcher three. <laughs> 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 I don't even play video games, bro. But um, I bought that game. I it was on an auction on uh, on uh, eBay. Yeah, so it was like a fifty dollar some shit, like the fifty dollar thing. I got it for like eighteen dollars, and there's about two to three hundred hours of gameplay yeah. there. So, I mean, at this time, there ain't really much to do, bro. I'm just like, peep. I'm gonna show you my books. All I've been doing right now is just studying. Like, I don't know if you can see it. Can you see? Yeah, it? I can see. Yeah. Yeah. So all I've been doing is like studying this LSAT prep, test masters, fucking uh, Lao Tzu, and all that. You wanna um you wanna know a tricky question that's on the LSAT logic? Go ahead. What happens? What happens uh once a year but twice a week? Once a year but twice a week? Yeah. That should be the first line of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mental, a mental fucking party, you know? Then, then your viewers will be thinking about that the whole fucking time. Like, what the fuck is the answer to it? I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to let you think about it because these are the kind of brain puzzles they fucking do. Yeah. Do. I remember you know, I like, when my coworkers was saying for that outside a couple of years ago. Yeah. He had those questions. I was like, better than me. Bro, it's one of the most hardest exams. I think... At least with medical, on the medical exam, everything is pretty much linear. You just have to know how to apply it, apply yeah. certain concepts. With this, you got to think outside the fucking box just to find conclusions. One plus one isn't always three. I mean, two. Be in math. You're like, math ain't wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. Or, fam. So when you figure out the answer, let me know. You're I think prepared. I heard this before, but I can't remember. Good. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like a four-hour exam, three-hour exam. Each section is fucking timed. It's like a legal SAT. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, same shit. That's why I ain't going to school anytime soon. No G-Man, nothing like that. You uh, So you're taking online classes. So is semester's not over yet, right? No, I graduated. Oh, word, last year? Yeah, I graduated last year, 2019. 
Oh, with me then in the yeah. spring. Yeah. yeah. Bet. Oh shit. Okay. So yeah, I just I just don't know how people are handling this. I guess if people are graduating this year, how are they just gonna get their diploma mailed or some shit or? Yeah, they signed a petition to try to um push back graduation. Mm. Got that on my phone. I'm looking I mean, at I, it. I think people should get a refund too, especially if they're dorming. Oh yeah, a refund from that. You know, that's only fair. Like dorming is like close to ten thousand dollars a semester, five thousand. I know, you know? Brooks in an email about like the different things they're doing for like if you graduated, they give you all your money back, and if you're not, they give you credit for next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah, man. So um, besides your um, your software, your your website, like in this past like month and a half, man, how you how you been staying sane? I've been playing Spider-Man PS4. I started playing okay. that this week. Okay. Well, last week. All right. I had this since 2018. I bought it day off, but just never had time to play it. Word, word, word. So I finished the main so story. Mm-hmm. So I'm How finish- many hours? It's probably like 20, something like 20? that. Oh, so it's a quick game then. Shit. Yeah. And then you had to, f- I haven't beat the map yet because there's different tasks to do on the map of New York mm-hmm. City. So like side quests. Yeah. Once I finish that, then I'm gonna do the side. Then I'm gonna do the um DLC. So is it accurate? Like when you fly through Manhattan, you're, you are you like, yo, I siphed <laughs> over there. I, I smoked a fatty over there. <laughs> like is that Baruch? I see Baruch. <laughs> you know, go go pop up at Baruch. You know, <laughs> right to the corner stop. You're gonna see five niggas smoking a blunt. <laughs> Just like old time. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Imagine. Word. That's pretty so cool. On your, uh, on your, um, on your podcast base, do they know mm-hmm. that you cipher? Are, are you a uh, pro legalization or are you conservative? I don't smoke myself, but like I'm pro legalization because I don't know. I think it's like it's one of the things where if there are, I don't know any like I'm not well versed any of this, mm-hmm. but if there is research where it helps people calm down, it's better than like painkillers stuff like that. I think people should be able to. Mm. Okay. And then that's like where my basis is. All right, all right. It's so also- tell me, like, mm-hmm. like what's your my bad? What's your like for for your uh, your podcast? I see your sweater. It says "Let's Gather Together." Let's, Let's gather, gather podcast. Yeah. Let's gather podcast. So what's your like theme? Like what's what's your drive? What do you want to you want to do with podcast? When I decided, it was more like I didn't know what I was going to do during the summer of 2019. So when I was trying to figure out what to do, I spoke to one of my, my public affairs professors. He was helping me like my resume and stuff, career help. Mm. And then he said to do like information interviews with people. Okay, okay. And then I decided to make that into a podcast. I didn't know what to ask and what I didn't know what to ask. Mm. Just then, learning. Yeah. Because... Mm. I was trying to do like marketing stuff like that, but he was like, he don't see me sitting like at a desk and working. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. They make money though, marketing. Some of them. Oh, yeah. Like I have a, a marketing and creative team. Like some of them make close to 80 to 110,000 plus like uh, signing bonuses. Yeah. You know, so there's money to be made, bro. But, you know, if it's not for you, ain't nobody going to force it. Yeah, that's why I studied after I changed my major the second time. Mm. But um, with that, then I was like, let me make a podcast because like I knew a bunch of people, 
And right. then all my friends will start doing their own small projects. And then I can use that as like momentum to like promote them. Mm. And then promote myself at the same time. And then when it came down to like just picking who it was, it was just everybody in Baruch who was like right next to me for the first season. I was like, all right, you're here and I'm here and we can just do it. Right. Okay. All right. So the main project is to just learn from each other and build. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I can fuck with that. You uh, you expanded towards YouTube, right? Yeah. Is that your main medium? Uh, I have it both, like audio and video. And then mm. YouTube is growing slowly. And then like different audios are just in all the different platforms. Like Spotify, yeah, and Apple. Bill, the more views you get, maybe in like three to five months, three to six months, you could get a sponsorship yeah. of, uh, of a video game or of, uh, of anything, really. And they, they, they'll pretty much pay you. And you'll be making money while yeah. learning and building with the collaboration of people. Yeah. That's why, like, this season, I opened it up to, like, different more people. And then they had, like, professionals on there now and stuff like that. So I'm just slowly just building up my network. Okay, okay. Just give me one second. Mm-hmm. Just clean my chair real quick. Ah, there you go. I get to sit properly. Yeah. Cause I was going to like go to like different events and stuff like that this year. Mm. And, yeah, bro. Like, meet people and travel, mm. and give wristbands stuff like that. But with everything that's kind of happened. Yeah, like, where'd you where'd you want to travel to? No, like just like for like to promote the podcast or like different events. And, like, oh, stuff. like at Brew. Not at Brew, like, outside Brew and everything. Just like if I was going to like, event bright and just like look up okay. like here's an event, and I can just meet people, go meet people. That was my plan, but okay, uh, okay, collaborate, collaborate yeah. with intellectuals, you know, yeah. maybe some ladies too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, how you doing? Because <laughs> no? the first guest for this um, season, she had a, she has like her own workshop she does on like Thursdays. And she invited me to one, but then it kind of got canceled because all the the health reasons. But all the right, right. Well, like. Once everything opened up, see if that opens again, and then I can go there and meet people there, and that just expands the network, expands the viewers, and stuff like mm. that. So slowly, like with what's going on, like how do you, uh, like how do you see yourself like growing? How do you see your brand growing? If that is more focused on this season, and then learning from a learn from last season, it's like last season was more was more streaming. We just trying to figure out how I want that what my workflow was. I didn't have one out at that time. And then, but that is just more of just like, once I get, I I now I have the two weeks to do one break. I get between seasons. It gives me time to like record and then I can edit. Okay. And now that I edit, then I can become more consistent because I don't have to like find the clips during like the season. I can just have everything for each episode in the folder. And then when it comes, I can just plug it in into the different medias and then. I become more consistent and more consistent and more people will see it and then more people mm. have a rhythm of what you want to, uh, how you move. Right. And also another thing is um, this, this, this goes against, I guess, journalistic integrity. Pero, uh, headlines are very important. Yeah. Very important. Because let's say I'm taking a dump or, <laughs> or I'm <laughs> on the train or something 
or walking and I'm going through Facebook or YouTube or whatever, and I'm just looking at different headlines, photos, tags, events, da da da. But then I see, okay, I'm gonna look at yours because I have that bias that you're my boy, yeah. you're my homie. So I'm obviously I'm obviously gonna click it and then you know check it out. But then people who don't know you, yeah, a good headline is an attention grabber, and then first thirty seconds of your podcast should keep them interested in listening to you. That's how you, I guess, expand your market. You know, have more viewers, yeah. more eventually more sponsors, and then just build. Um, let's let's uh, gather a podcast. You know. Yeah. Right now, just more just refining. Then we use this season to refine everything, and then probably like third season is more of like expansion. Okay, okay, I got you. That works. Just handling yeah, all man. the small details. Yeah, when you think um, this thing is gonna clear up, I have no idea when it's gonna clear up because uh, my son was asking me that, and I was like, probably fall is still gonna be similar with the schools gonna be like closed. Because even that's that's a big group of people to be around. Mm. And that's that's too much. I think smaller things are gonna start opening up where you can distance. Okay. But like my timetable, like probably barbershops, but like even then, you be, <laughs> I just think like small <laughs> businesses. Bro, I, I don't usually grow my hair out this long, bro. Like you've seen me with the basketball <laughs> haircut and maybe like a four or five. Right now, I'm looking like DJ Khaled's cousin out here. <laughs> yeah. I was growing my hair anyway, but I need my size. cut because I'm trying to get my braids back. Word. I need a tape up. I need a fade. Yeah. And I'm just like, but I think small businesses where you can distance. Because you know, barbershop, uh-huh. we get limited to like 10 people in the, in the shop, depending on the size. Word. But like big events and stuff like that, I don't see it happening anytime soon. I think next year, probably... It would be like when we could start opening up, like probably like in the summer, we could start opening up. Next year, like next year. Yeah, like 2025. <laughs> Sam, so you're actually closer to Fauci's prediction. He's saying 18 months. Yeah, because the thing is, since we all know who's sick and who's not, the minute a bunch of people get close together and yeah. separate. Snowball effect. Yeah, we've seen that with uh, Florida. When everybody went to the beach and then all the students in the university, not all of them, but like a good majority of them had corona at that time. Yeah. You, uh, I read um, this article. I, I'm not sure if it was on Bloomberg.com or the New York Times, but we'll talk about two articles. Yeah. The first article was uh, on the 1920 Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. They, uh, the government made a mistake of letting people out too early. And yeah. The fol- and the following week after people were let out, 192,000 people were killed. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of fucking people, bro, especially in 1920. Yeah, that's that a lot was of a people s- now, but 1920, that's like, only a million people, not a billion people on earth. I looked it up. Yeah, not even a billion. Do you said, wait, how much was there? How, what was the total population? For the world, a billion. So around a little billion. over a billion. So and right now, how much are we? Like four or six? We have seven point something. Four or seven. So right, right now we're seven, we're roughly seven times more the population as it was in 1920. Yeah. So 192 times seven is roughly 1.35 million people. Yeah. How many people died within a week of letting everybody back into public? Yeah. 
So we just got to be careful. Do you understand the correlation of data now? So if, mm-hmm. if let's say, in, so yeah, exactly. So if mm-hmm. we let people out too early, people are going to get sick again, and then the fucking cycle gets even worse. I think it might be an endemic where it's just another part of life that we have to live with. Like the flu. Mm. Not like, inst- like, <laughs> like, we live with the flu. Like, we don't have a cure for the flu, right? Yeah. So we kind of, yeah. we just all expect that every year people going to get the flu, people going to get sick. So that's mm. why I'm thinking with Corona that it's going to be like another thing where we just kind of, this is like the shock where once, mm become an everyday part of life, then we kind of get normalized. It gets normalized. And we don't think about that as much. Bruh, like, you know, MJ, he got, he got AIDS, right? He had AIDS? Who? Magic. Yeah, but you said MJ. I was confused. I was like, Magic. Yeah, what, my, what is? My bad. <laughs> Magic, yeah. Magic. He got, he had AIDS. That was like in the 90s, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Yo, I read articles and saw documentaries on, like, yo, he was, Almost as promiscuous as Wilt. Wilt would be fucking like eight to ten girls a day. Yeah. Before games, after games, mm-hmm. he was clean. 1990, Magic's doing like maybe similar numbers. And he, he got AIDS, right? Mm-hmm. But he's alive. Yeah. He has resources, like, as in money, and probably connections with, with certain higher-ups. Mm-hmm. I believe they already, have, they already have cures to cancer, AIDS, and all of that. This coronavirus, I believe they do have a cure to it, but only a select, like, room of people know about it. Because money, if, if, let's say, a cure for cancer was made public, like, chemotherapy is like a $100,000 treatment. Mm-hmm. And that's how people like Bill Gates and Melinda Gates make money, from selling medicine. Yeah. So... Like, the public is stupid, so they could tell the public whatever they want, but I put pieces together, bro, like, and this makes me think, like, this, this government doesn't really want the best for us, fam. Oh, uh, yeah, you can see that with certain, with certain decisions when they was like, oh, this is going to happen to the um, economy, so let's dump all our stocks, and I was like, huh? I was like, yeah. makes sense. But even with that, yeah. there's a lady who um, cured... I think it was HIV or inside rats, something like that, in UK. Mm-hmm. People are getting like treatment with it in UK, like different countries. So they're doing like, well, for like the public view, they're making progress. Well, I hope, bro. Like you looked at Dr. Sebi, and we looked at his treatments his natural alkaline, high alkaline pH level mm-hmm. diet that naturally cleans out your body. Yeah. And within like close to the peak of his marketing and expansion, he was killed. I mean, was he killed or did he die of natural causes? I think he died. Natural causes, right? I think or, so. I don't think, I don't think he was killed. Okay. I don't remember anything about that. So yeah, so scratch that. So I read another article mm-hmm. by a credible source, New York Times, that said, the COVID-19, like, testing tubes, right? The fucking syringe that they put all the way to the back of your mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. That fucking big-ass syringe. You know, the New York Times, you can look it up right now, anybody who's watching. Um, let's get together podcast. Um, there's a thing that said 
there was, I believe, a percentage of the treatment, the swabs that already had COVID on it. Yeah. So while they're doing tests to people, putting it all up their nose and whatever, they're promoting and expanding the coronavirus. Intentionally, yeah. unintentionally, I don't know, even though I'm pretty sure it is intentional. This gets me frustrated, bro. Like more and more, the more I do, the more digging I do. Yeah. More mad I get. Like the government don't give a fuck about it. Oh no, we're numbers. Hmm. We're numbers. Oh, we have numbers. I mean, that's towards that's the idea of revolution. But most people and their lazy ass is not gonna revolt. They're 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 people who are educated yet uninformed are mm-hmm. the ones that. You know, would believe maybe not educated, but they would believe everything that the government tells them and not even want to do anything about it. And then those who are informed and want to do something, they're worried about their day-to-day necessities, like their bills, putting mm-hmm. food on the plate, you know, shit like that. So those are two variables that are stopping revolution, bro. But it is necessary, and I think it's gonna happen. Now, just the the only thing about that is, um, how do we stop? From going back to where we originally had. If we do, do we vote. Like, like, we, most people aren't happy with the system now, but if we vote, right. how do we prevent that same system from coming in? Or not even the same system, but like the same problems coming in again. Um, so you look at history, right? There's every yeah. single empire, every single society, every single civilization. Mm-hmm. There are ups and downs. There's golden eras, and then there's times of famine mm-hmm. and like poverty. Right, mm-hmm. and and during each cycle, there's yeah. either world war and expansion, mm-hmm. or internal revolution. Yeah, like Persian Empire, Ottoman Empire, Mongol Empire. There was an eventual point where somebody from the inside or something within the inside internal infrastructure led mm-hmm. to a crack of the of the of the mirror of the yeah. whole puzzle, and like Rome. Caesar Caesar was killed within. He was poisoned or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the details. He, he was killed from his crew. He was, he was stabbed. stabbed. Yeah, from yeah. somebody from somebody that was in his house. In his in his like. He was about like, a bunch of people. Yeah, and um, what else? You got mm-hmm. Kate? No, there's there's a couple of societies like that. Well, fuck, let's look at one that's very relative to us. Mm-hmm. 1700s. We left Europe because we didn't want to be. We didn't like what was going on, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were, we were persecuted religiously and all mm-hmm. of that. We left Europe on the Mayflower mm-hmm. and then came over here and pretty much committed genocide and killed all the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole different... I don't, I'm not going to lead that, to that side of the, of the topic, but yeah. we, didn't, we didn't like what was going on in Europe. We left and led our own society in a new location. Mm-hmm. That's a form of evolution. Yeah, and then once the Europeans came here and started war, we defended ourselves against them. And then couple, couple like a hundred years later, there was a civil mm-hmm. war with slavery. Yeah, slaves did not like what was going on to them. The white man pretty much entitled and used the Bible and said, "White is good, black is bad, and slavery is justified." You know? Yeah. That happened for how long until people said, fuck that, I don't want that to happen no more? Well, a good number of years, but like it was also like those small rebellions, but like 
it was kind of like it was just a different part. It wasn't like one collective thing. But even then, you still have like prison, which is people who still count as slavery. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's like a, it's a similar form of it. I'm just showing you examples of how there's happiness and there's a yeah. cycles of civilization. It's like happiness, thriving, building, growing. Yeah. And there's a, point, there's a point where naturally something fucks up. Either somebody mm-hmm. gets too greedy or there's like a disease or a war or some shit and the cycle starts over again yeah. due to that break. So given the patterns of fucking history since the beginning of man, it's going to happen again. There's going to be a revolution within the next 50 mm-hmm. years. I believe, I believe that. Oh, yeah. This Maybe our kids. Yeah, there's been, like, yeah, revolts all around the world last year and the year before that. Where every, yeah. every other country just had people protesting and stuff like that. More. More, like, in, um, like in fucking Egypt. Like, mm-hmm. in between 2007, 2007 to, like, 2015. There was waves of rebel rebellion. We did not like what was going on with government. The OG, I forgot his name. He was just doing a bunch of sus, like, you know, backdoor deals. But he would just take money and not give a fuck about the people, you know? And that was one location. We had a revolution in um, Argentina and South America with Che Guevara. We -hmm. had, um, oh, even in in fucking China right now, the students in Shanghai. A rebellion against the communist state. Yeah, Hong, yeah, free Hong Kong, mm-hmm. that stuff, yeah. So, oh, this is interesting. So you have China, you have Wuhan, all the bullshit going on over there. Mm-hmm. You have the student rebels, re- rebellion going on and protests going on in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Then you have the shit where they're, where they're detaining Muslim civilians. I don't yeah. know if you read about that. I heard about I it. They're called the Uyghur Muslim. The Uyghur Muslim. So China right now, they have a bunch of shit going on under the umbrella of communism. And right now, during the coronavirus, where all of these third world countries are like, fuck. Yeah. The economy is fucking staggered. And there are people are living and they can't work, right? So China right now is giving them money. Like, hey, here's $50 million, but I own you pretty much in a nice way. Mm-hmm. You know, they're increasing their sovereignty where they're like, okay, you need help right now. Here's $100 million. But in the future, when I need something, I own you or mm-hmm. something like that. Like, that, that's pretty much what the contract is saying. Definitely in Africa, so, right? Now. You, in Africa, too, bro. Like, shit. Oh, man. This makes me very pessimistic about the overall motives of our government, which is why I'm studying law. Mm-hmm. You know? I want to know the rules of the game so ain't nobody going to try to G me. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm serious. Even, if, even if somebody fucks with you, somebody literally tries to fuck with you, you know a lawyer is like two, three hundred dollars a fucking hour. Just hit yeah. me up. Be like, yo, this is what's going on. Give me like a quick 90 second like, you know, um, skeleton of what's going on and I'll help mm-hmm. you out. Just like, you know, buy me some chicken parm or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I got you. <laughs> There's a lot of hitting rules that people don't know. Because yeah. of the access, and then you just got to, as you grow up, you kind of figure out, like, okay, this how people, not everybody was built the same, and not everybody mm. was in the same playing field, but you got to rise to that challenge. Bruh, yo, 
I was talking about this with my other homie the, the other day. Um, like, yo, in, in high school, we learn about fucking sedimentary rocks. Yeah. Right? But we... <laughs> it, after that class, you ever fucking needed to know what the fuck a sedimentary rock was? Nope. Ever? Oh, no. <laughs> I haven't heard that word since, like, fifth grade. It's like, like, that grade, right? Yeah. Yo, they teach... They teach us about some bullshit fucking. Like... No, they teach us about those bullshit ass rocks, mm-hmm. but they don't teach us about taxes. They don't teach us about investments. They don't teach us about like how to build your money and not be homeless, you know? Yeah. So things like this, show me the, the motive, the mm-hmm. grand motive, the big picture of what the government wants. You know, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Oh, yeah, it's easy to... But, yeah, man. School is made for, like, to make you make workers. It wasn't meant to make, like, geniuses. But that's why you're going to see, like, people who, like, invent things kind of are out the normal mm-hmm. because you have to have that kind of mindset to be like, I'm going to do this, and this never been done before. But... Right, right, right. I see it in my head, and I'm going to make it a realization. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just a special kind of mindset you got to have, like, like a tunnel vision to get there. And the school is meant for like, every, like everybody learns all the same things and y'all kind of go into the same, like the same pockets. Mm, as a until robot. You, yeah, until you get to, even college is different, but even then you still have like the um, same structure. Yeah, yeah, word. The same structure, just different subjects. Yeah. One's a lawyer, one's an engineer, one's a doctor. You know, mm-hmm. doesn't really promote creativity. It makes us more submissive. Yeah. Like with the bell, like Pavlov's bell that trains dogs. Yeah. And you know how in like college, we, not college, in like high school uh-huh. and middle school and like public school, we have the bell that tells us when to stand up and go yeah. somewhere else. So it's like a submission, submissive form of mm-hmm. like mind control. Yeah, it's just like, this is what you do, and you just work in a set. And then most people are like, this doesn't work for me, and then you kind of have to figure it outside the box. That's right, why, right. when I talked to the um, professor, he, he had, I was agree to him that I don't see myself sitting like a desk, but like most jobs I've seen was just like, this is a desk job. Unless you want to be like an artist, but then you hear about the struggling artists and stuff like that. Or the solving artists, then you kind of have to figure out, um, what you call it? How to, like, what job does that be? Like what? And I think with Corona right now, it's gonna force people to um, reevaluate things like that because they have to be prepared for anything that happens like this. And then more jobs are gonna be like more things like because like I I don't even hear this from like most jobs. You don't need all like the nine to five to do everything. Right. Done in the morning. <laughs> you definitely don't need the whole nine to five to finish your top. I mean, finish your topics. Yeah. So you so you just do like most of it in the morning and then like anything else could be like to make shorter days and you don't need a five day like seven to five five to seven day week for most jobs. You can just cut it down to like four and then this is like mm-hmm. forcing people this is like forcing jobs to like think about like costs and then emergencies like if people need to um be separated, how can we how can we do this online where we don't have to meet? Word. For like a meeting, that means nothing at the end of the day for most people. Mm. 
Word. Um, I read. I, that's an interesting. That's an interesting idea. Like you, I agree. You don't need the whole nine to five to finish your topics, because your tasks. Excuse me. Because when I go to work, I'm given like a set portfolio and guidelines of the mm-hmm. tasks I have to do. I might have like four to five projects to work on. I would have to find research for um, project one. I would have to find locations for project two. Mm-hmm. I would have to call certain people. This all could be done if I really tried realistically in like three hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so if I start at nine, I would finish at 12, go on an hour or half an hour lunch. That still gives me four and a half, four hours to pursue something else, like a side hustle, school, mm-hmm. or go running or working out or, or um, something else, you know? Yeah. Like, what's it called? In, in, uh, in Japan, they tried out the four-day work week. And the mm-hmm. level of happiness increased twenty eight percent after the, like after like fucking a month. Yeah, because you could see like um yeah. for like the eighties and stuff like that, it was like more of like everybody in the cubicle. You see the old movie like everybody's in the cubicle, everybody's in the computer, everybody just like eighty ninety movie, everybody just working, and it's right, like right, more, right. it's more competition. And now you see more, and now year it's more collaboration, mm. and there's more open space because in the um. Marketing places I've been to, there's not, it's not cubicle, but everybody has like their computer, like their space, and they just kind of um, specialize to their, to their um, liking. Because some people have curved computers, some people have standing desks, and stuff like that. And I think this is just a, this is going to force us another evolution of how the workspace looks. Okay, so based on two those two different settings, the nineteen eighties um, workplace versus 2020s workplace. Mm-hmm. I mean, happiness is a question, but also what about production? I haven't looked into that, but I think it's more productive. I think right now it's more productive because more people, if you're happier with your job, then you're most likely to do it and you're most likely mm. to do it enthusiastically. Compared to if you just like, it's okay. more competition. The moment, the minute you're not number one, you're going to feel bad for yourself and then you're going to slowly but surely like, lose interest and then lose and then leave not like leave the job physically but leave it mentally okay and then i can see that and then then it becomes a big turnaround for the job like people are going in but they're getting burnt out quickly yeah and they had to spend money on paying people word also a plus to that is people live longer if they're Mm -hmm. happier and if they're producing more yeah that's another thing Hmm. That's an interesting concept. But think about that ideology, especially with the old school conservative CEOs and heads of heads of conglomerates. They yeah. want production, production, production. They want you to work, work, work like yeah. a slave and make them make them and their shareholders money. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to get that cultural change. You know, there's, there's some places that are like that, like uh, WeWork. Even yeah. though WeWork is, I think, going bankrupt, but it's, yeah. it's, there's, a, there's a couple, there's a couple of um, uh, uh, companies that are taking that uh, workplace environment into 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 check. Mm-hmm. Like especially in the West Coast, like in the West Coast, a lot of offices and office buildings they have like shit like fucking Google. Mm-hmm. Google has um, a fucking big ass complex that's like a university type place in san francisco near silicon valley where 
their workers live in this pretty much this big town that's Google Town. I don't know the name of it, but it's pretty much like a Google Town where the buildings yeah. are at location X. They have they have um, apartment locations, literally like a five minute bike ride from the building. They have mm-hmm. restaurants. It's like a mini city, pretty much. You know. Mm-hmm. So, and they have like a playground. They have games. They have a bunch of stuff. Thing yeah. is, they have the luxury to do that because they have all all this money. They got Google money. Yeah. Like me and you, let's let's gather podcasts. We can't fucking do that, <laughs> you know. But I do agree. I believe that more companies should transition into that um that like that level of like work environment. You know. Yeah. People aren't miserable, but they're producing and they're happy. Because so people who work at like the big four, they burn out a lot, and then they move to like smaller companies. Yeah. But they just need that name on their resume to get that the next job. Bro, I interned at Goldman Sachs my sophomore year. They, it's, 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 uh, there's money there. Yeah. There's old generation money there, but they treat you like fucking shit, bro. It's like, get me this, this, and this, and this. I don't give a fuck about you. You know, it's just, you're pretty much a means to an end. Yeah. There's not much value there. You know, and I was going to graduate two years after that. I did not want to work there or intern there for another two years without a full-time or a part-time offer that's mm-hmm. being paid. And they're not going to do that. Yeah. But I, t- I told myself, is it worth being somebody's bitch for two years mm-hmm. just to get 80 racks when I graduate? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I can, when I can get something right before I graduate and get 72 rack starting and then grow from there after I get my law degree. Mm-hmm. You just gotta figure out because some, for some people could just push it out for like a second like okay, two or five years okay I could mm-hmm. deal with this get the money and then scale down and then live comfortably. Others can kind of need that community. Because huh. marketing they're all community right now like more community based and more open spaces. Word. When I was interning I Pretty much then I had to wear like professional clothes or even business casual. I was okay. business casual at first and then I started slowly dressing down when I got more comfortable. So I wear my sneakers again. And then so I was just like, was able to like. Do you want to PJs? <laughs> nah. SpongeBob PJs? <laughs> <laughs> not that, not that comfortable. <laughs> Word. <laughs> you know, I always, I would be gangster though. Imagine waking up as a CEO of your company. <laughs> Then going straight into your box and in like Gucci slippers <laughs> and like fucking uh, fucking Egyptian cotton mm-hmm. and silk fucking drawers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or straight into work and be like, yo, this is my company. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. It's, it's depends. That would be more like a power move if we do like a business transaction and you want to um, mess with whoever, whoever else is mm-hmm. next, whoever you're negotiating with. They'd be like, yeah, be like, I did this. Like, I can do this because I would have more money. Word. Or be like a joke to the company. Everybody's dressed up. You're like, everybody's like, they didn't want to say anything because, mm. like, you're the boss. But everybody's like, is that okay? Hm. Well, if you're making me money and being productive, I don't care. 
this is an interesting question. If you were able to make a company right now, what would you? What kind of company would it be? Like anything. It doesn't matter if it was done already. But let me. Like, what kind of company would it be? I would say media because media touches a little, a little bit of everything, and it gives me communication. More, yeah, it gives me more to. I get exposed to more different things. I'm not okay. just stuck in like one mindset. And that's okay. and I like creativity. I like creative things. So with media, you there's more there's different um. There's different things you can focus on, like, like of course online and like television and stuff like that, and then like marketing. So like you could, so you have your hands in different things. Okay. What would the name of your company be? I don't know. I didn't get that far. I'm thinking about with it, but even with the podcast, I'm thinking about making it bigger by having like a okay. name above it. Like, like what? I don't even know, but uh, this is more like a couple of years out. Ideas is like as I keep growing to make the podcast bigger and then have like the different versions under it. Because um, this I'm not sure you heard about like Earn Your Leisure. This is a podcast that I listen to a lot hmm? where they um Earn Your Leisure. It's okay. a podcast. Earn leisure, like, like okay, yeah. So pretty much a business podcast I listen to where they start as a podcast and then they expand into like now they have like different events and stuff like that. And they have like okay. their own like okay. on your leisure university where the guests come in and they speak to the um like online they speak to the different people who pay for like the um university mm. thing. So like like an online university in a sense. Okay. So like. I was thinking about that more like expanding and then and then building and then branding myself differently because they took off podcasts from their name from just kept that earn your leisure because they're not just a podcast. They have a bunch of different things. Ah, so that's like the um, evolution of the brand. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 your next step. So right now you're a you're a Charmander, level yeah. fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Charizard, but let me go yeah. Charizard first. Word. We gotta, we gotta go steps. We gotta, you know, we gotta train, you know, and, and eventually we get to smash Misty, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think before the app, in the meantime, I'm gonna make like a PDF or like a book about how to start your own podcast because okay. everybody's gonna ask me. Everybody's people starting to ask me now. And it's just easier to say, I'm going on mm-hmm. top of my head of like what I've done. It's just like the right things down. And then I can make it and put it on the website, and then people can download it for themselves, and then go from there. Word. And then eventually you get some uh, foot traffic, and mm-hmm. uh, get some sponsors, and then as you build, you're getting paid to do what you love. Yeah. Yeah. And then you need multiple yeah, streams, multiple streams of income. Too. There you go. There you go. Word. Um, Bro, if you need a lawyer, <laughs> I like your boy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, man. So I think the the podcast started already, right? This is this is the podcast itself. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I could cut it in. Usually if I ask the person what would their origin story be, but I can ask you right now. My origin story. Yeah, that would be like the first question and then we get into the discussion, but we've been talking for like an hour. Yeah, so this is more in. organic. This is yeah. like more organic, on the flow, no script. You know, we we free. Yeah. Uh, my origin story. Okay. How do people? Actually, I should not fuck what other people do. I'm gonna let you know <laughs> what I do. 
So my origin story, I'm going to keep it simple but precise. Mm-hmm. I came into this country due to a lottery in my country of, uh, yeah, in my country there's like um, a lot of millions of people. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe one or two families or one family is chosen and they're granted uh, a travel visa, I believe. Yeah. A travel visa, yeah. So when I was a uh, young one year, I was like one, one, year, one year old, my dad, he applied because my mom told him to get off the couch. And uh, he did. We won. We came here. I learned English from watching mm-hmm. Seinf- no, from watching Simpsons and Dragon Ball Z when yeah. I was like three years old. I swear to God. It was on Channel 22, Cartoon Network. Yeah. I remember. That was Dragon Ball Z, bro. Ed, Ed and Eddie and a bunch of My other childhood kids. right there. Yeah. They don't make cartoons the same no more. But, um, but yeah, so that's, that's part one. Chapter two was mm. high school, trying to figure out myself what I liked. My family, their Habibi ass wanted me to be a doctor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get a 90, you got to get a 100 on every exam. You got you to become a doctor. Got to be, you know, number one and all that. Yeah. And uh, sophomore year of high school, sophomore junior year i came mm-hmm. to an epiphany where i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not yeah i ain't gonna be no doctor yeah you know and um when i was 19 18 i mean 18 19 i was arrested mm-hmm. for smoking weed in central park i was like smoking a J in central park with uh three of my homies and we were arrested it was like um I don't know, we stayed like a night in bookings. I was 19, bro. And at that point, I realized there was a flaw in the game. Mm-hmm. There was something wrong because with weed, I ain't doing nothing wrong, bro. I'm just, you know, happy, hungry, sleepy. Mm-hmm. I ain't bothering nobody. I mean, my friends are just enjoying nature and shit. But these cops got to fill their quota on some stigma of, of anti, anti-ganja. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. So after that point, about six, seven years ago, I was like, you know what? There's a flaw in this game. I got to learn the rules. Mm-hmm. And throughout high school and college, I would always connect people with what they needed, legal and illegal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so given those two ideas, this hatred towards the system mm-hmm. and this entity, I mean, this, this energy of mind that connects people with what they need, shoes, cars, um, a watch, whatever i'm selling and flipping whatever i can get my hands on mm-hmm. you know and i combine those two ideas this hate of the league of the game and this philanthropic hustling mentality mm-hmm. towards becoming a lawyer like i want to protect people from getting screwed but also i want to connect them with what they want let's say you want to buy a house or yeah. let's say you want to get something but there's fine print behind it or somebody's trying to screw you over I'll connect you to what you need and mm-hmm. protect you at the same time from other people trying to get to your pockets or hurt you. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's the pieces and energy that put my puzzle together. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's my origin story. So be like a book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What so, happened? Like a, so what kind of medium would it be? Like a book, 
like a uh, movie, video game? Um. Oh nah, bro. I'm gonna um once I get my law degree, I'm gonna um, either I'm gonna have to work for somebody who has a practice, mm-hmm. and then from there I'm gonna have a niche, a niche of law. It has to be a specific uh, entity of law. So I'm oh, yeah. thinking of focusing on litigation and contracts. Mm-hmm. They're both very broad, and I can cover many topics. And once, yeah. let's say, I work for a firm that's that focuses on, let's say. Company X wants to buy land in uh, in China or mm-hmm. Italy or Spain or Africa or Argentina. You know, yeah. I would do my research on, let's say, the fine print, like the the tariffs, how much mm-hmm. I have to pay. What's if I buy land in this country? What are the rules over there? Things that the buyer wouldn't necessarily know. Yeah, I would have to contact. I would have to contact legal jurisdiction and politicians over there and set up like paperwork and make sure my team doesn't get screwed over. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say I'm going to write a book or a video game. I would first work for a law firm, mm-hmm. build knowledge and experience and capital from there, eventually make my own LLC, my own firm, my own mm-hmm. company. And then at that point, it's going to be like five to 10 years from now. At that point, I'll have capital to buy a location, set up mm-hmm. an LLC, and have investments on the side, like apartment buildings or intellectual stuff. And then from there, after I'm done building my legacy, eventually, well, throughout, well, maybe not when I'm done, but mm-hmm. throughout the progress of it, of the path, I could, you know, I could, I, we could, I could have podcasts like this with yeah. you, you know, and be like, hey, this is what I did. I know many people share the same struggles that I did they were lost or they just didn't want to, they didn't know what they wanted, you know, which is normal. Yeah. And just, you know, just help people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like, I like helping people. So that's like, when it comes to like tutoring, like mentoring, mm. like a lot of people keep like hiring me for jobs like that. But then I'm also good at creativity and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to figure out what's that balance. Yeah. And the beauty of your podcast and the energy and, theme of your podcast you're not limited it's yeah. not like you're just going to talk about math or science only it's broad you can go anywhere you want and that's, yeah, that's like the beauty and openness of about it that's why i wanted to be like that but like i knew that it's going to be harder to um grow because it's not a central topic so when mm-hmm. each time a new person comes in for like a specific episode and if the episode is not like the next one is not like the same thing then they most likely not going to come back but it gets who's not going to come back like, let's say, like, hypothetically, like, um, let's say, like, Sam comes in for, like, an anime episode, mm-hmm. and then they seem like right, that, right. watch that one, but then the next episode is about, like, politics. So, okay. when they come back, they, they might be only into, like, anime stuff when they come to the politics when they click on that episode. That's, like, that's why it's harder to grow, because it's not, like, a central topic, but it's limited if you do a central topic. So, that's how, that was my brain, was, like, which one's worth better, more? Yeah, it's, a, it's, like, it's like a double-ended sword. Which one do yeah. you want to choose? Yeah. So it's like a, hello? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, which? I mean, if I were you, bro, if I were you, I mean, I mean, it's cool. Everybody's going to have things that they like and that they don't, they don't like. Yeah. But this is, not, this is not their podcast. This is your podcast. 
Yeah. So fuck that, bro. You talk about whatever the fuck you want, whatever you find interesting, whatever you find genuinely helpful to you and others. Mm-hmm. And then as a viewer, if you're, if my, if my mind is so limited, that's, that's like, oh, he's only talking about this once and this and another thing another time. Oh, I don't want to listen to him. That just shows to me that I'm stubborn. I yeah. only want things my way. If it doesn't work any other way, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, compromise. But you don't want viewers like that on your fucking podcast anyway. Yeah. You know what and I'm then, saying? Like, mm-hmm. in order to grow, if you wanna, if you, if you wanna grow, like, you're just gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna eat cheeseburgers all day for the rest of my life. If you don't have a cheeseburger, I'm not, I don't like you. Yeah. But. Well, even that, I just, you know I just, yeah. I just, I just, I told General, it's like, it was better for me because like, I could talk to anybody who I want and it's easy to find guests at that point because anybody could be on it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that too. Word. Word. And then, and then keep popping up in different countries. I'm just like, who are these people? What do you mean? Because um, I have views in the Netherlands, UK, Switzerland, South Africa, Cyprus, United Arab Emirates, Vietnam, Spain, Brazil. Okay, okay. So you got a you got a diverse fan base. Yeah, it just random pop ups. Are these these are viewers or subscribers? Uh, they download. So for a specific episode, they download. Mm, solid. Okay. So that shows you you're div- that you're a diverse fan base, bro. Like, you're not just a vanilla guy. You like strawberry and chocolate, too. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's good. Shit, Netherlands and Cyprus. Shit. Yeah, bro. Like, yo, just for each different episode, you should have a, a very, very hook, like a, uh, like a headline that, grabs you you know what i'm saying yeah get that get that grabber so i could click on the link then Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna realize to myself if i want to continue watching or listening to your podcast within like a minute of your podcast you know and that first minute could be like my origin story or that question what happens once a year but twice a week Mm -hmm. or stuff like oh um Y'all peep Trump's hairline or some shit, you know? Like, something, yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know? And that shit sells. And I if the, at this point, in the beginning of your brand, you want mm-hmm. to expand. So keep your integrity, but also be like, you know, like popping. Yeah. So I'm just doing this. And I'm just doing myself right now. So when I figure out all like most of the kinks i could just build a team and then like i have things in place and then uh-huh. when they're but they could also redefine it if they found something that's better then i'll be like okay cool let's try that but I don't what do you mean like, like what do you mean build a team like build a team of what like just what like different things like some people work on their audio some people work on like the video some people work on like the promotions social media and stuff like that just do different entities so i'm not doing everything because that's right, a lot right. of work Word. And then right now I'm just trying to figure out what the workflow is and then anything that comes up, I could just like figure out the problems and then I could just when I make a team then I get to tell them what I've been doing and then if they see anything that they can fix, then I'll be all ears. Word. 
Word, man. Shit. And then if you build a team. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, continue, continue. If you build a team, then what? If you build a team, then you're you're able to focus on one thing and then you're able to put all your effort into it and not split yourself into pieces and then that one Mm. thing becomes better. And then everybody doing that one thing, then you have a bunch of like like a Voltron of all the different pieces that are gonna be great because they get to make a better product. Right, right. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, I believe in you, son. You got this. Yeah. When did you? Uh, when was your uh, first? <clears throat> excuse me. When was your first podcast? Like how long ago? Uh, I recorded it in December, but I released it January twenty twenty fifth, something like that. The of week this year, right? Yeah, the week okay. of Kobe died. Oh, yeah, that was like the weekend. Damn, yo, shit. Yeah, because I had it planned already then, and I was like, because I built the um schedule of ten episodes a season, and then two months in between each season, mm. and then I was like, I just do it every Wednesday, because I cause oh, I knew cause I was gonna do it weekly, but then I was like, that's stupid because I'm one person and I'm a burnout, mm. and I'm not gonna be able to keep up. <laughs> right, right, right. So I was like, let me yeah, pre- so we just pre-record and just do 30 episodes a year, keep it nice mm. and simple. So right now, just okay. scheduling as I go. Word, bro. Like, yo, I, Kobe's death. Yeah. Like, that was so long ago, but also not that long ago. <laughs> it was only like a couple, not that many months. Nah, like, not what? even. Like, what, two months, almost three months? Yeah. Yeah, shit. You know, you know what's crazy? I forgot about it. I'm gonna be real with you. I forgot about. It. I didn't even until you brought it up right now. Yeah. Like, I even forgot Kobe died. It's not. You just not. You don't expect it. You just like he like he was like forty. He was like, yeah, he go live forever. Word. And he was Kobe. Like shit. With everything going on, too, the cycle of information that going through the public's mind is so fast. Different headline after headline after headline. Yeah. Plus, making sure you survive and you don't die outside. You forget about information mm-hmm. such as Kobe, one of the goats, yeah. fucking dying. And you know I was saying, like, yeah, because I was supposed to put like a clip and stuff like that. Then I was like, I, I, I can't do anything right now. I'm too sad. Let me just. Yo, did we play? We played ball together a couple times, right? Yeah. Yeah, word. I remember that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss Brooks basketball court. They had the best. <laughs> They had the best gym in all of the communities in New York City. Yeah. I think, what's his face? The Portland Trailblazers went there. Mm-hmm. Boston Celtics went there. Miami Heat went there. No, mine didn't go there. The Lakers um, are there. Lakers were there. I think Timberwolves were there once. Yeah, once. And who else? I think those those were the four players that I mean the four teams that I saw at that court. Recently the um not recently, but like when school was still in session, Utah Jazz was there. Oh where? How when? Like while while we went? Nah, well well now after when I was working. So as soon as I knew was like it was holding the door for them for them to get out the gym. Who'd you who'd you see? Now I seen Nah, I just seen a video of them. It was a little bear. I was like, oh my God. Word. Speaking about Gobert, him and uh, Donovan, they got beef. They ain't trying, they, 
they're, they're, they're the only two that got the coronavirus on the team. Rudy got it first. Yeah. And then, and then Donovan got it. And yeah. Donovan and them afterwards, they, they, they did not like each other. And I don't know who, if they got traded or not. Did they get traded? Nah, I don't hear anything about that. I think I just heard about them nah, not oh, liking okay. each other. And then they just kind of died down. Word. Well, maybe they worked it out then. Mm-hmm. I guess. I, I don't know. I hope everything works out. I'd, like, yo, bro, like, I was good with this coronavirus. I was happy. I was all right. You know, it yeah. takes a lot to fucking get to me. But you know when it got to me? After two things. Fucking the NBA closed. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely. Was no, more, no, more, no more fucking basketball games. Second thing was all, like, the basket, the, my rec center. That's, like, mm-hmm. five minutes from my crib. Yeah. My gym. Like where I play ball, where I go swimming and working out, mm-hmm. both of them close. After yeah. that, I was just like, "Damn, this shit is serious." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Well, we trying to do some money." They're like, "Oh, this is real." Oh no, I mean, not not, money... not, not you, but like, I talk about like businesses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. Mm-hmm. But for for middle class homies like us, you know. That basketball and gym was important to me, bro. That's like where I loosen up my steam, where I have fun with the homies. Yeah. And just basketball, bro. I fucking love basketball. Yeah, I like the physical part of basketball in the competition. What happened? I like the physical, like, competition part of basketball. Oh, yeah, word. I just love the fact that, all right, so the reason why I played basketball mm-hmm. is because I, when I went to middle school, I was, like, when I was 10 years old, I went to like a hood middle school, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was like a chubby fucking four foot ten nerd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't know what titties were, what, what, you know, anything was. I just knew Pokemon and fucking Game Boy and PlayStation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I go to this hood middle school, you know, and I'm trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. And I've and I'm like, okay, I don't want to get picked on. I don't want to sound too smart or do anything stupid. What is one thing that I should do? During a gym class, I picked up a basketball and said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Started just doing like underhand throws. And I didn't even know how to shoot regularly. My first shot was underhand. I would just like do a bucket shot, you know? And then that yeah. slowly developed into like a Fugazi-ass slingshot. And then eventually I learned the form, started watching basketball. And I got, oh, I made it to the, I was like a rookie on the basketball team, became the most improved player, and just fell in love with the fucking game, bro. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to have a bad day, you know? Yes. You, just go, you just go to the court and just shoot. Mm-hmm. And so I really started playing to high school because as everybody talked about, and then mm-hmm. we kind of did that in gym class, gym class a lot where we had like, not like tournaments where like everybody, people sort of the teams and you have to play each other. So right, eventually, right. you kind of just learn the game as you play. Hmm. I didn't like basketball until for like a minute. You didn't like it? Nah, because I wasn't good at it, so. <laughs> yeah. So that negative connotation of like, basketball, I'm not good at it. I'm just going to stick to everything else. Word. And then what, what made you eventually be like, yo, I'm going to, well, I mean, if you didn't like it, what made you continue? Nah, because like, for elementary, my mom tried to make me play when I was younger, and yeah. then I used to go. I used to go to the park and play for like for fun, but like if I wanted to like if it was like competition, I wouldn't even do that. So right. then 
middle school, I mean, played. I went to the gym. Never got picked. And then high school, I got. I'm always tall. <laughs> I was always tall, so that was a problem. I was the last pick, too. <laughs> and then high school, just that. I started watching more and then, like, paying attention because of 2K and then knew, like, saw knowing the players and everything. And then when I got to Baruch, I had, like, more time, so I needed something to do in my free time. Hmm. So I was like, let me go to the gym. More. Everybody else, and then started playing ball, and then it got competitive. More. Word, bro. And that it's 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 playoff time right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah. It was gonna be the first game of the playoffs like two, three weeks ago. Right now we're we're like in the semifinals. We should be oh man. LeBron was gonna get his derb his fourth ring for Kobe. LeBron was gonna get his fourth ring, yeah. Yeah, man, you know, you know what's crazy? Like, after Kobe's death, something clicked in that locker room. Because yeah. after that, you realize how nice the fucking Lakers were playing. They were beating everybody, the Celtics. Yeah. Because yeah, everybody in the beginning, in the beginning, they were like, when the first, I think, Lakers and Clippers yeah. uh, played. And like, the first week, Clippers spanked them. Yeah. By, like, 15. And I, I remember reading headlines. We got a new king of the West. Yeah. LA or some shit. Yeah. And they were like, it was Kawhi, right? Mm-hmm. And then after Kobe died, this was like roughly January-ish when, you, when your podcast came out, I think. Yeah. And, um, and um, they started going on a brolic-ass win streak. They, lo- they won like 10 games, lost one, or 20 mm-hmm. games, lost three. Like, they were on fucking fire. I believe, I believe it, it would have been Lakers or... The winner, uh, Laker versus the winner of Houston versus Golden. No, not even Golden State. Golden State wasn't making any sense. No, 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 no. It was going to be Lakers versus maybe Houston or Denver. Nah, it's probably going to be Lakers. Lakers versus, I think, Milwaukee. Yeah, that was my, that was my position too. I think it was going to be King versus King, East versus West, and Lakers would win because of experience and death. Yeah, and LeBron was like, I'm not going to lose. And LeBron was just, he had that fire of, like, Kobe. Like, yo, shit. Mama mentality, bro. Like, and not even just Kobe, like, the whole, like all those families. They were beating and locking down. Top. Yeah. Yeah, all the family, too, word. Yeah, like, all, you get the those, families. Those, you know, like, eight people besides um, Kobe and his daughter that passed away. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shit. Shit, bro. Just be those decisions or something. So you have any plans for the next couple months? Next couple months? Uh, me, yeah. just do the finishing touches on the website. So when I, um, then I can just focus on transcripts. Because YouTube, they have subtitles. But they're oh, okay. like, they're like, they're like um, time codes. And they sometimes miss things because of audio. And they're not, nothing perfect. Mm-hmm. So right now, after I do the website, I'm going uh, um, to fix that's, that. That's going to be like, that's detailed. Yeah. More, you gotta be, you gotta like be meticulous and focused on that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but see. eventually you're gonna, eventually you're gonna have a team that's gonna do that for you. So yeah, you'll be alright. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> gonna show, show you right now, like um, where is it? Right here. Episode twenty. Okay. So right now, I've been doing that and then. 
Google, YouTube have like the time code, but it isn't just like this. So right now, I'm listening to each episode and then paying. Oh to- damn! You gotta dictate everybody's fucking words, shit. And this is the first episode with five of us, so. Damn, that's fucking details, bro. That's yeah. Like hours of work per episode. Yeah. <laughs> But it's all for that SEO, that search, search engine optimization. Oh yeah, facts definitely. You're gonna have um, a more of a of a base of viewers. Yeah. You know. And then Google could find it easier, and then promote it to more people. More. Just eventually, you're gonna hire Ling Ling and have her do it. Yep. No. <laughs> but for now, we gotta do we gotta do the hard work. Yeah, because it costs money to have somebody else do it, and I don't have the kind of yeah. cash in. Yeah. Telling me, bro. And then after that, just finish Spider Man, and then kind of see what the job market looking like, and then speak to certain people about what should I do as a job? Should I do more like stuff like this, or just more like teaching? It'll be a recovery, bro. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good, like even after they open up, it's gonna be a good like three months before things get even to the realm of being normal. Yeah, you think you think the job market for not like peasantry jobs, but you think the job market for, for like careers, especially for postgraduates, is gonna be is gonna be saturated or is gonna be open and like fluid for people like us? It's gonna be specific things. But give me one second. All right, gotta do something. Okay, for like the job market, I'm not even sure, but um, I think certain jobs are going to change, and certain mm-hmm. jobs are not going to exist anymore, and certain jobs, will, new jobs, will be created. Okay. Uh, like, what kind of jobs do you think are going to be created? I think a lot more online jobs, or programming jobs, will be created. Because remember when Travis Scott had that um online concert? Mm. Who had the online concert? Travis Scott on Fortnite. Oh, word, that was creative. Yeah, word. That, that's going to catch on. Word. Because it's low cost, and it's on things people, they found a way to access a video game that most a lot of people are using. Mm. So, word, like, more, word, word. the more tech jobs are definitely being open. Medical, I think, yeah, because they kind of realize, like, even though it's like a shortage for, like, more people are going to try to do it for, like, their own personal reasons. Like, I want to be there the next time a pandemic happens. Mm, word. And then, like, I, more people got hired for, like, just in case. I def- they definitely, well, well, logically, they should. Mm-hmm. They're definitely going to implement some kind of fail-safe in play. They should have had a fail-safe in play even before this shit sprung up in December. You know, because, yo, bro. Your job, like Fauci's job that he gets paid millions and millions for, is to prepare the country for epidemics. Not just inform them, but prepare them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, each, it's like saying, okay, a storm is coming, right? We yeah. might not know if it's a blizzard, uh, if it's going to be a hurricane, a sandstorm, or something completely fucking new. But if we, even if we know something bad is coming, we know how to go downstairs to our basement and like lock the windows, 
put wood on the windows and mm-hmm. shit like that to make sure we don't die. If, yeah. We don't know what kind of fucking shit it is, but we know we can prepare for it at least. You know what I'm saying? Like a fail safe. Yeah. Like that protocol has to be fucking developed like a motherfucker. I don't know who's paying these bums on these, on these fucking positions in the office, bro. Mm-hmm. Our, our country is a fucking joke. Yeah, and what happened is with like um vaccines and stuff for like diseases like SARS and like Ebola and stuff like that, they get a lot of funding in the beginning because everybody's panicking and they're like, let's stop this. But once things start to level out and it's not all people's mind anymore, then they take away the funding away. And then we kind of left with like, it's still around, but it's, we don't have like the research. They said we had research for SARS and we found a vaccine because like modified it. And then have mm. even faster track than we are right now for the COVID um, vaccine. Mm. So, so like, what do you think they should have done? What do you think they should have done differently, though? Like, what would you have done differently? I know it's it's a fantasy when we have yeah. everything in play, but let's say it's December mm-hmm. and you're um, you're Dr. Fauci or as supposed to protect us from dying. <laughs> So, definitely took it. Definitely took it more seriously, and not have waited until like March, and let that because like the one person Joe Rogan podcast, he was a doctor who deals with similar similar situations, and he was like, it's best to let people know that things are going to happen instead of having it like come out of nowhere. Like when, like it was like that one week in March, everything was cool, and then. For like in like in two weeks, everything just closed down and everything just like had like a switch. And I think that's too fast and too jarring for most people. Mm. So if you give people time, like a uh, timeline of like, okay, this is going on right now, and the best thing to do is to do this, this, and this, and then we can just slowly ease people in to make sure that it's not like a just like a dramatic switch and everything's off and nobody knows like what to do. Right. Okay. Mm. It's, like also, putting, it's like putting a girl in somebody's butt without, I mean, putting a thumb in somebody's butt with a girl's butt without letting them know. Yeah. It's too fast. You got to give them steps, right? Yeah. You got to warm up because like. Don't cite that. It's going to be the title of my book. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, continue, continue. I agree. We got we to gotta, we gotta give them steps. I agree. Because with CUNY, CUNY just closed. And then they took a week off like, all right, cool, we're going to figure out what to do. Because okay. they was arguing among themselves to, like, should we close and not close? And so the governor was like, yo, we're going to close. Mm. And then after that, they had to end again because, like, even though we're going to a digital age, a lot of people are being left behind because of access to technology and stuff like that. And well, then I, read that. I, had that. I read that in class. But I think it's called the dig- 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 digital divide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like third world countries, they don't really have smartphones or access to internet mm-hmm. or shit like that. You know. But yeah, continue. So with that, um, because they had to stop again because they had to give people access to computers because there's no libraries now. Then people, not everybody has a computer, or not everybody have their own personal computer mm. or laptop stuff like that. So they had to stop again. So we had to kind of also figure out how we going how we gonna implement that and give people access to stuff like that. And then with the thing with the ventilators, 
they found that, like a whole shortage of the ventilators, and then you kind of need time. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So like they had a shortness on that too. I yeah. And then you have like people like Elon Musk, like car company trying to make it and everything. So you kind of just like you have to use the past as an example, and then you also kind of had to um, just give yourself time. Like even though it's not, even though it's not, it's not extreme right now. Let's just be prepared just in case, and let's avoid the extreme if we can at all costs. Word. And I don't even think Elon Musk is even doing anything, to be honest. He's just trying to grab a spotlight of attention. Because mm-hmm. he said he was going to donate something or whatever for this thing. And then remember when those little, like, Thai kids were stuck in that cave or some shit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, this was like, I think this was last year or something. He said something about how he's going to donate um, uh, um, um, he was gonna donate like inventory and uh, supplies to help save yeah. them, something. And he never did that. It was like something uh, he was making to. Oh, food. he was making, yeah. He was Word. making something like a travel inside. Yeah, but he never did that. So it was like a little spotlight PR grab, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, they have to prep for it and set up a protocol. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have a setup protocol for it. They just mm-hmm. didn't implement it fast enough. They just said, fuck it. This is nothing. This is a regular code. I mean, regular code. Yeah. Because they kept, and they also, also kept, it was like, this is just a cold. This is just like a flu-like symptoms. And then each time it's like, it gets worse and worse. So you're just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Word, bro. Like, fuck all that. <laughs> And now another thing that bothers me is that we're, I mean, people, they passed a stimulus check, mm-hmm. but it took them fucking weeks and weeks to debate over it when it's logical if you're lower and middle class, can't mm-hmm. work and sick and are, and are sick and they can't work, mm-hmm. they're the ones that make, the, make money for the upper class. Yeah. So if the lower chain is broken, mm-hmm. no water goes up top. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it could cause a big-ass fucking crash like what they did in the fucking the Depression in 28. You know, so I believe yeah. we got we to gotta sacrifice greed for logic mm-hmm. in this case. You know? It's not even just that. They're not... Well, I think most people agree on the, one tw- um, the 1,200. It's more like the other things inside the bill that it was arguing. Like what? Like corporate bailouts? Yeah, corporate bailouts and like not enough safety, not enough safety nets for the working class. That's what they're arguing. It's not like most people down here. Yeah, gives them hundred, gives them hundred. But most of them it's like, let's. They, a lot of times, the bill be one thing, but they sneak in a lot of other things. It's yeah, oh, bill. definitely, definitely, bro. It's called addendums and fine print. Yeah, so that's, that's what. That's exactly why I'm studying fucking. <laughs> I said litigation and contracts and people will always try to slip some shit on you. Yeah. You know? Like let's say you have a merger on a intellectual property. I, somebody could be like, Hey, if you're sick and absent for 10 days, I have the legal right to take over the company mm-hmm. and, you know, do some snake shit like that. Yeah. And if it's a 
like a 30 page contract, you know, and it's one line that says that, you know, if somebody doesn't read it, your lawyer doesn't read it or you don't read it and you sign that you're fucked. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's another reason why that's going to be my part of the game. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure nobody gets screwed over, especially me and my team. Of course. They're looking out for your peoples. Yeah, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, on a, on a lighter note, what'd you eat today? Uh, had some ribs, did some chicken. No, it's a chicken, chicken, chicken. Ribs, rice, corn. Okay. Mama Dukes made it. Yeah. Oh, I you're blessed. You got an OG <laughs> chef in the crib. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tired of home cooked meals at this point. What? So I I read this online. It's like mm-hmm. a survey. Let's say coronavirus shit ended and everything opened up tomorrow. What is like the top five things you're going to do right now? I mean, tomorrow. If everything opened up? Stay home? Food-wise and events-wise, location-wise. I'm not not going going outside the first wave. I'm going out the second wave. I'm like, just in case. No, I'm saying forget forget the waves. Forget there's no wave. Just just think it's clean. Like like everything's good? Perfect life, perfect world? Everything's good, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First what thing, would you get and what would you do? And where would you go? Probably get some food. Probably got to see the homies and get some food with them. I got to call my phone. Give me a sec. Yeah. It's about to die. 30 seconds. Word. All right. Just hang out with this Fleo homies. Yeah. So yeah, continue. So just hang out with the homies first and be like first and eat with them. Just like physical contact with people who aren't related to me. Okay. First thing. You heard? Mm-hmm. That would be your first thing to do. You would, um, you would want to talk to people and interact with them. Yeah. What's what's second? Let's say, uh, like, what food would you get? Oh no, probably like Sophie some Cuban food. Haven't had that. Cuban in food. Yeah. People saying that I eat at home, but like, I had um, when I went to. No, I'm just saying, same thing I eat at home. Like, Cuban food, black people food, same difference. Like, the food my mom makes, <laughs> Cuban food, same difference. Wait, where you, what part of, where are you from? Where's your mom's from? Everybody makes me from America. My grandmother from South Carolina, great grandmother from South Carolina. So, you know, mm-hmm. that safe ship. Okay, okay, got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got you, I got you. Okay. Uh, when I um when I went to Miami last August, I uh I went to a Cuban restaurant. It was it was, yo, that food ain't that bad, bro. I mean, it's like Spanish food. Spanish food. Yeah. Like, what's the difference between Spanish and Black food? Uh, just probably some seasonings and then um the name for like. Yeah, both y'all got baked rice. You guys, you guys got beans. Yeah. You guys got some form of chicken and protein. Yeah. You know. It's very similar. I don't think, um, is there a Spanish version of Chitlins? Not to my knowledge. 
word. So it might be some kind of like variation, but it's mm-hmm. more same, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I actually never thought about that. Interesting. Cool. Other than that, so you would get to, you would go to Sophie's, you would go to Cubans, you would get some Cuban yeah. food. Yeah. That's it. Nothing special. I mean, isn't that what you eat at home? I mean, it's 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 made differently. It's like it's the same stuff, but like it's made differently. Where is Sophie's? There's one in Manhattan. There's one near Baruch. Um, okay. right, next to, right next to right next to McDonald's. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I know where that is. I think there's uh, yeah, it's like um near that near the near the park, Madison Square Park, not yeah, Madison Square Park, right? Yeah. Like there's a McDonald's, there's that strip that goes up to the yeah. M train, W train. Yeah. And there's like a burger spot right there, Snippers or some shit. Yeah, no, Shake Shack. Or, no, Snippers is on before the block, before the park. Where would I go? Um, I mean, bro, like. Since I've been I've been in the crib, I'm learning how to cook like different dishes. Like the yeah. other day, I made a chicken parm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last week, I made like a like a brown brown turkey burger. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just trying to learn how to cook better and better because I can't cook for you. <laughs> like I know how to cook enough to survive. Like, whatever my mom does, I know how to cook that. Well, yeah, I can make eggs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what's the, um, what's the, um, what's it called, favorite uh, dish that your mom makes? I don't know. Like, you can just eat whatever she cooks, and it's like, all right, cool. I don't have a favorite. It's like, it's cooking nice. Mm, okay. But she, she what's does the name she, of it? Oh no, she usually doesn't cook, so <laughs> not even for your birthday though, like a special day? It depends. If I accidentally she do it for my birthday, but if like things are normal, she usually doesn't cook. Mm. And I come home late and I'm to get something to eat real quick. Unless she cooked and she felt like you know that cool, something quick to eat. Okay, yeah. okay. I got you. Yeah. Where would I go, bro? I haven't been home in a, in a long while. I I miss uh, I miss Egyptian food. I miss Indian food. I miss. I honestly I don't miss Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's reason to that because of the news. But um, uh, oh, the other day I made fucking quesadillas. Mm-hmm. I made a bomb ass quesadilla. Like guacamole and shredded chicken. Mm-hmm. Or so yeah, fam. How we've been we've been on this for like what two hours? Yeah. Word. Is this one of your longer ones? Yeah. Word. You know, I'm all I'm I'm all about trying to help you. You know, let's gather mm-hmm. podcast. You know, you're, gonna decide, you're probably gonna decide later on the headline, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, make it catchy mm-hmm. and make sure you grab you grab the hook. Mm-hmm. You know. I wonder what my brand should be. Hey yo, nah, <laughs> nah <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, yo. Mm-hmm. 
Give me one sec. Yeah. All right. My grandma just messaged me. Mm-hmm. My grandma has a fucking cell phone now. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> she's um she's not even she's like overseas right now. She's mm-hmm. he just texted me saying, Hey, it's your grandma, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have your like, number saved. <laughs> word. Word, fam. So Zeke. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, it was a pleasure. You it was know a pleasure. two right, hours cool. of amazing, you know, informative. Yeah. So yeah, before, you know, laid back conversation. So before you go, the last thing I always ask is what would you name your origin story? What would I name my origin story? Yeah. Mm, my origin story. It has to be gangster, <laughs> but classy. Like Gandalf with Tim's. <laughs> 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 but Gandalf is old, so I don't want to be Gandalf. Even though Gandalf is a G. My origin story. Hmm. Give me, give me, give me a little bit. Hold on. This is like the title of my book of my life. <laughs> You know, I don't want it to be something cheesy like Epiphany. That's mm-hmm. like the name of a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that tatted on my nipple. Epiphany. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. Third eye green. No. Mm-hmm. My origin story. Cycles of growth. Hold on. It's a, ba, 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 ba. It has to do something with purity, mm-hmm. with growth, life, and, and its adventures. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, uh, water. Water? Yeah. Nice. Like Bruce said, it'd be like water. Yeah, yeah, word. Just like what Bruce Lee said, be like water. Stagnant water is unhealthy water. Moving water is healthy water. Mm-hmm. Clear water is pure. I mean, pure, whatever. Yeah. That fucks with the concept of water because it is in everything. Mm-hmm. It aids in growth. Yeah. And it is pure. Yeah, that would be the name of my origin, water. Nice. Right, Did anybody you... else pick that? Nah. Nah? Bet. <laughs> <laughs> I copyright LLC TM. <laughs> 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 All 
All right, bro. Let you go. Yeah, man. Water. Yeah, um, yo, just keep me updated. Let me know on the pro- progress on your project, your brand. If yeah. you have any help with anything legally, you mm-hmm. know, um, if you have another episode you want me to do, and yeah. and just keep me updated. Just keep keep me updated on your fucking project, bro. Thanks, bro. Just I want I want your podcast to grow. I want you to grow. Yeah, me too. Cause this every five seconds is something I had to fix. Yeah. Cause like, right, but no. Cause I use my phone. Right. To, I use my phone to record, but it has a. It records for like every thirty-two minutes, and then it starts again. But uh-huh. at a small window of time, uh-huh. it's there's a gap between the recorder I use and the phone. So I'm just like, great. Right. You 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 miss like what like a five seconds or three seconds of yeah. Uh, of video of like right. So but, uh, I mean stuff like that. If that's the case, you might need another recorder just to click as soon as. One shuts down in 32 minutes. Oh, yeah. That's why I have my second phone to uh, record. Is it sometimes it doesn't automatically record, so sometimes I don't remember to record it, but I've been getting around with it. Just stuff like that. You'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, just little baby hiccups and, you know, (laughs) part of the game. That's how it is in every idea, marketing, law, management. Yeah. Some hiccups you got to deal with. You'll be all right. All right. Thanks, bro. Fam, stay up. I wish you, you and your family the best. You know, stay clean. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, after this is all over, we out to Sophie's. <laughs> Get some barbecue ribs. <laughs> all, all right, bro. bro. See you. Easy, okay? I'll see you later. You see ya. That brings another episode of the Last Year Podcast to a close. I want to thank my friend Water for coming on the podcast. For next week, my mother is making a return to talk about how she's dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, and what's her future plans. I hope you continue to have a nice day, and I hope to see you there.